This is Randy Lawson, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. So new that she raised all of your hate won't change none. Who you think you are and who I Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Chaz Evans. I am your host of the Three Count Podcast, and I'm here to welcome you to this very special edition of the Three Count Podcast. For all our fans all live on YouTube, thank you for joining us. And for those listening on our favorite podcast platform, thank you for checking us out. Let's go down the roster. Introducing first, over to my right, which might be your left, but hey, I don't know my left and my right. He is the second in command. He is the pod father of the Three Count Podcast. He is the landlord of the Three Count Podcast and the landlord of the Dog Pound. He is my second in command, but I said it already. And he runs this show because I don't do shit. I don't run shit. I just talk shit. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Red Dog of Red Dogs. Cliff Miller. Yeah. Snitches get catchphrases. Duh. <laughs> all righty then introducing next uh on my screen he's to the bottom of me that sounds wrong but hey oh well he is the 67 time wcf wcw world heavyweight national super heavyweight karate fighting coronavirus surviving negro spiritual singing slap your mama because the chicken tastes like crack racist sub white supremacist killing, uh, universal, supernatural, heavyweight champion of these 48 United States, including Canada and Alaska, world champion. He is the idol master, the swole one himself, Chris Idol. Are you going for the record for the longest introduction? Uh, always happy to be here. And introducing next, he is right next to the Red Dog. He is the Dark Lord himself from the underworld. He is no longer a supervillain because he is the Dark Lord. He is darkness himself. He controls the darkness because he is a darkness. Ladies and gentlemen, the always inappropriate and the always controversial Damien Fatal. Uh, yeah. After this, I'm going to go to somebody's house and fuck them up. You know who you are. Damn. And I will collect. Let's just let that go. And introducing next, below Clifford Miller, he is his best friend, absolutely. He is the one, the only. He is Luis from the Ant-Man series. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fire him so bad for that. Uh, anyway, and last but certainly not the least, at this point, he's my favorite person on this podcast. <laughs> he is my little brother. He is the college boy. He's the one that doesn't watch any wrestling but catches up on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the Napster, also known as Q, also known as JJ, also known as Josh, but here he's Josh. So, ladies and gentlemen, introducing now, JJ. Cowboys National Anthem! Yeah. 
I take it back. Did that music break just like Dax's ankle? Oh. What is he doing? Oh, oh he must be really bored at school. So the thing is this, for those who can't hear the music like we can, but um, it's the circus anthem that he's playing and he's talking about the Cowboys. Well, Hello. I mean, they ain't shit. Just like their quarterback's ankle. Weak. Anyway. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome all of you to the Three Count Podcast. For those listening uh, on their favorite podcast uh, platform. Thank you for listening to us on your morning drive to work, your afternoon drive from home, or your evening drive, or wherever time you're listening to us. And for those on YouTube, thank you for tuning in. So we got some announcements, and let's get through that. So this week, uh, we got a lot of content uh, being pushed out this week and for the rest of the month of October. So Go back and listen to all the now entering the rings that we've put out this week. Uh, I promise you, you'll have a lot of fun listening to them. A lot of wrestlers have come on um, throughout the year on our now entering the ring show to uh, discuss wrestling, pretty much give advice. So if you're um, an upcoming wrestler and you want some advice, definitely check out our now entering the ring because, uh, well, you can get some free advice that you can probably only get at a seminar and, why not get free advice from uh, actual wrestlers doing it in the business? So definitely go check out all of our Now Into the Rings if you have not done so. Also, you want to support the Three Count Podcast, um, go buy a shirt. We're already supporting us by listening to us, so support us monetarily. It takes a lot to run this show. As Cliff, asks myself, it takes a lot to run this podcast. And, well, you know, money is needed. Money is needed to do anything in the world, sadly. You know, that little paper, recycled paper that we use that has all those racist dead presidents on it. Yeah, we need that. So um, go buy us a shirt. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash the three count podcast. A three count podcast t-shirt. We just dropped a new design featuring our three count logo right there on the chest. So go get yourself a three count podcast t-shirt. Uh, any other announcements by any other members on the three count podcast team? Uh, first of all, I was just going to say, uh, your favorite musical was done by one of the dead presidents, and he was one that tried to fight against racism. So, you know, shout out to Hamilton for that. That's fact. That is one of my favorite musicals. Um, <laughs> also, so and, uh, let's get down to business. Oh, wait, Damon, you have an announcement? Uh, no, 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 no. Let's, let's keep this going. I got a lot of pent up stuff to get out. So let's do this. All right. Well, snitch, uh, snitches get stitches, but hey. We're going to move on to the Wednesday Night War Rundown. I listen on YouTube. You got to listen to our uh, podcast version to get the sound effects because it's really cool with the millionaire. That was a, that was a uh, Chaz idea. So, all right, let's get down to the Wednesday Night Rundown. So, uh, this past week on Wednesday night, we had the usual Wednesday Night War. And if you want to call it a war, but, hey, we're still going to keep up with it. So, this week – NXT, AEW went at it head-to-head again. This was the uh, right after. This is the post-show from uh, TakeOver this past weekend. And this was also Jericho's 30th anniversary show on Dynamite. As you can see, the uh, goat right there on Anthony's uh, shirt. 
So, AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite came in at 753,000 viewers, which is completely way down from last week's 866 viewers. The 18 to 49 demo was 0.31, which is the 19th overall, which is down from their 0.33, which they were 12th overall last week. Now, NXT, on the other hand, brought in 639,000 viewers, which is as well way down from last week's 732,000 viewers. The 18 to 49 demo was a 0.16, which was the 56th overall, which is down from last week's 0.19, which they were at 50th last week. Okay. Now, also to put into consideration that Wednesday night and it's, you know, in itself got slaughtered by the vice president, you know, debate that happened. So that hold the top seven spots um, in far, as far as viewership. So uh, kind of a slow week for Wednesday night as far as wrestling. You know, we had the debate going on as well. And, of course, we still got, you know, the NBA finals as well being played. So as we do every week, which show did you think was better? Let's go down. One word answer, guys, because we know how you guys like to get on tangents. So one word. Here we go. Cliff, AEW, NXT. Um, NXT. Damien, AEW, NXT. NXT. Idol, NXT or NXT? Fuck Tony Khan. That's what I thought you would say. One word. <laughs> that is one word. Tony Khan sucks Jericho. That's another yes. one word. <laughs> Anthony, what you got? AEW, NXT. I'm going to go on a tangent here because Idol can. Uh, I like AEW's tribute to Jericho, but better show, NXT. Cool. Okay. Okay. And JJ. All righty, Bret Hart. NXT. It is. So uh, <laughs> my vote. Uh, I got to go with NXT as well. Uh, the only reason I kind of watch AEW now is for FTR with their uh, twenty minutes of greatness and anything that Cody does is gold. So uh, I got to go with NXT. NXT had a better show overall, though, and. Jericho being my my top three favorite wrestlers of all time. It was cool. So uh, NXT gets it for me. Let's get down to business with our debate topic. So the WWE draft happened again. Why do we have a draft? Who knows? But the draft happened again this past Friday night one uh, was on SmackDown. And a kind of a, a lot of notable names were uh, moved across the board. The deck was shuffled, and everyone <laughs> was available for the draft. So, some notable names being that Father Rollins, Seth Rollins, was moved from Raw to SmackDown. Uh, the New Day, being that is Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, was moved to Raw, but Big E was still drafted by SmackDown. So, the New Day has split up, and so as heavy machinery as uh, Tucker being moved to Raw and Otis staying on SmackDown. So here's the debate topic. And were these draft moves good or bad for the product going forward? Specifically uh, speaking of the New Day breaking up because that was a big thing over the past weekend of the New Day splitting up. Let's start with you, Idol. Then we'll go with Red Dog. 
then we'll go with Lou, then we'll go with Damien, then JJ, and I'll come in at the end. It was penis. Uh, let's see. I was fine with all the moves. Uh, I think it's cool. I think uh, basically the Rollins-Mysterio feud moving over to SmackDown kind of, for me, solidified that SmackDown was the A show. Because now they've got, I think right now, all of the big feuds that are going on, I guess with the exception of Drew and Randy, are on SmackDown now. Um, as far as the New Day, uh, I might be in the minority with this, but uh, I'm okay with the New Day splitting. I'm okay with it. Like, for me, the shtick was getting a little old. Not because they were doing anything wrong, but because as a team, they worked with every fucking body. There's nobody left for them to work with as a team. I don't want to see them as a, like, they can be a unit of friends, but as far as being a team that tag teams together, uh, they've wrestled everybody. They have wrestled everybody. Everyone. There's no one left. No one left. Nobody. You can make a case for the Street Profits, but that's like one match. Because they're both babyface teams. One match. And that's it. So, they, they, need, they need the change. They needed to do something to shake it up. So, I'm in favor of that. Well, I mean... I okay, so this is how I feel, right? The draft I think was good in some cases and bad in others. Um, good, it was kind of cool to see Seth get drafted at first, um, and I really was hyped because I was like, all right, cool, we can see Seth. You know, either he's gonna stay like this really strong like heel or possibly move over to babyface. Like, but it's gonna be kind of nice to see him. And then SmackDown drafted Ray and Dominic, and Ray was like, we're not done with Seth yet. And I was like, fuck, they're doing a Braun Strowman thing again with Roman Reigns. And I was not excited about that. And then um, Otis getting drafted and then Jay getting drafted and obviously Naomi going to Raw. I was like, they're probably going to split the Usos up. So now Jimmy's probably going to go to Raw to go, like, be on the same stage as his wife. And I was just oh, – there's so much stuff in there, man. I was just kind of like, I'm not, I'm not with it. The New Day breakup, to me, it just – it didn't make sense. And I say that – and I know – I understand. They've been together since, like, 2014. Like, I get it. And I get that it's it's kind of time for them like split their own separate ways. But Kofi Kingston was the WWE champion while the Smack the SmackDown titles were being held by the New Day. So they could still run like the whole stick. If you want to give Big E his push, then give him his push, but keep him with the New Day. It didn't make sense to me. Like it's like, all right, well, we're gonna split you guys and put you on Raw and SmackDown, but you know, you guys are still gonna be the New Day. I was like, oh, whatever. It just it, I don't know, man. But you know, and what are they going to do on, on SmackDown? On the season premiere of SmackDown, they're going to have Big E turn heel and turn on him or have the New Day just kind of walk away. Like, I don't know, man. It just, it, it just kind of pissed me off. And it was just like, why wouldn't, you take, why wouldn't you take Tucker and Otis? Like, you took Otis, but why not take Tucker too? Like, he's a free agent now. And then why wouldn't I take um, – like, the last one that really kind of got me was you – already draft like Dana like Dana and Mandy were already on Raw. So why were they drafted on Raw? Like they're already new to the roster. We know they're gonna stay. And I guess my the other part that really kinda caught me off didn't really catch me off guard. How much hate does AJ Styles have 
that he asked to be moved to SmackDown. And as soon as Paul gets brought over, he was just like, fuck it, trade me back. <laughs> and then they do. <laughs> That's my rant. Oh, was it me? Yeah. That's me. Um, I, I don't know. There, there are some pros and cons, like you guys said. I, the the one thing that I, that uh, that came out and on a clip tonight that I follow is they're saying that they could move uh, Bianca Belair to SmackDown, which they did, and then bringing over Naomi back to to Raw. So now they're thinking about linking Naomi and their Hurt business together. But you would think that by Bianca Belair, even though she's with a uh, Montez. Ford and uh, whatnot. I just, it's hard because I think Bianca Belair has more of a bad bitch vibe on her than um, than Naomi. But that, so that was my question is if, that, if that's their move, why? Other than that, all the other moves made somewhat sense. Okay, now it's my turn. All Wait. right, so um, I, I'm okay. First and foremost, I'm not apologizing for my comments. So uh, if you're listening to this, you might want to go do something else for a moment. But uh, like for real, for real, like fuck it, like so what. You getting changed around and shit didn't turned around. Like, that's your job. Cares. You get to see some different shit. It doesn't matter if they were in the middle of doing shit. Uh, I don't care. I'm just interested to see uh, who goes where and uh, what different shit that we get to see. Uh, some of the same shit that's been just moved around and shuffled around in different shows. Eh. We all know SmackDown's a better show. So I get why certain things have been shifted over to that. So, uh, yeah, I'm like all for it. It is what it is. Go ahead, JJ. Tell them what's on you. All righty. So with New Day breaking up, I'm like, eh, you know, because like, from Cliff's point, Kofi did hold the WWE Championship while they were still doing uh, tag matches. But also, I can understand what Idol's point where it's like they wrestled everybody. So it's like, what's the point of them even being there? But I, I kind of liked the New Day. I liked them when they first became a tag team and everybody hated them. So it's kind of sad, but, you know, things change. Got to move on. Um there were some moves I just did I didn't like with the Otis thing, just splitting them up. It's kind of it's kind of there's no tag teams, okay? I, I get that WWE doesn't care about tag teams, but you know, it's just like no tag teams, and I just it's like eh, I just don't like that. But yeah, other than that, I care less about this draft. All right, so here's the deal. I think the draft was stupid. I think the draft in itself, since 
this whole pandemic is stupid. They don't follow their own rules. The logic behind it is stupid. If, like, for example, Raw is tomorrow. Rollins is going to be on Raw tomorrow to give his final address. Why is he still being on Raw if he was drafted to SmackDown already? Like, he was he was drafted. He should not be able, you know, to go on a show that's not SmackDown. He was drafted already. Uh, to, to, to be fair, they said the draft doesn't take effect until the season premiere. Did they? Okay, so they did yeah, say that. They did, they did say that. So okay, like, well, then, I, all right, well then I'll take yeah, that yeah, back yeah. then. I take that back uh, then. Yeah. yeah, they did okay. say that. All right, well, cool. Uh, I take that back. So then my next, I'll go to my next point. The New Day. And it's the same point that Josh made, the same point that Cliff made. Kofi Kingston won the WWE Championship, the richest prize in the business with the New Day still behind him. Everyone's talking about, oh, Biggie's going to get his push. He's going to get that push. Biggie's finally getting that singles push. No, that does not mean anything. Just because they moved Kofi and Xavier to Raw does not mean that Biggie's going to get that singles push. That's just, that's more of the reason for them to push Biggie to the wayside like they do with any other good talent. I think for the matter of the New Day, it worked with Kofi because the fact that he had his brothers with him the entire way. That's what helped made that story. You could connect to it like, oh, you know, you could see you've been there before where your brothers, they were trying to reach that pinnacle. They were, they were trying to reach a goal and you were there cheering them on the whole step of the way. That's what helped that Kofi mania. That's part of the reason why Kofi mania was a big success. So why couldn't they do the same thing with Big E? So I think the Kofi, the, the New Day breaking up was a complete, eh, it's an eh to me. And to Justin's point, yes, I get it. Yes, they have faced everybody. They have been a team since 2014. They have legitimately faced every combination of tag teams that you can make. They have. And to put them to Raw, okay, the Street Profits. But then the same point goes to it, though. They faced every tag team. So why put them on Raw? At this point, you should have just put the Street Profits on SmackDown then and have them face off, and then boom, we're back at square one with the New Day facing everybody. On top of the fact that the New Day just won the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, and now they're drafted to Raw. Ding, do we see the issue? Or am I just blowing smoke out of my ass? No, but you no, know, you're not blowing smoke. They're, pro they're probably going to unify the tag titles. They probably did that as a way to unify it. Street Profits versus the New Day. That's probably that's probably where they're going with it. Probably. Oh God! If they unify the talent, then we need to just no, unify no, no. every belt. They see. Then we just need to I go back to when we need to go back to when we had a, a undisputed WWE Championship. When when you know, and then they should have they should do that. Then if that's the case, then see, but here, but see, but here's the thing. But see, here's the thing about that, though. Well, they have team. enough talent to support two titles for all the other divisions except for tag teams. That's just right. like, what is it, like three tag teams right now? Like, seriously, like, no, no, not trying to be funny. Like, how many t tag teams? Now that, now that the night one of the draft is taking place, what is it, New Day, Street Profits, I guess Cesaro and, and Shinsuke are still a tag team. Correct. And what is what that? That's it? Though. What about the Viking it? Raiders? Well, the, Vi the Vikings are injured. Right. Oh, uh, they are. You're right. They are. 
Like, Lucha House Party is in the midst of splitting. Heavy Machinery has been split. Garza and Andrade split. Uh, I guess you can kind of count, you know, Root and Ziggler are a tag team. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You count them. Uh, it's thin as fuck. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. it's really, like, the fact that I, I can't name off teams off the top of my, it, it's thin. So. I forgot one tag team. What? Big Toe and my Pinky Toe. That's a tag team. I hate him so much. I hate you so I do. I, I'm here's here's like <laughs> here's my problem that I have, right? And we talk about the new day and how there's a lack of tag teams. But WWE has been notorious for just throwing people together, like two single competitors, and then making them a tag team. And they do this they do this routine thing yeah. every time. Yeah. Like we saw it in the mid nineties, we saw it in the mid two thousands, we see it now. Yeah. Like they had this this idea of like, hey, we're gonna put these two superstars together. Push them, and we'll make a we'll make a, a new yeah. tag team division together. It's just why when you have the new day be like a staple of your tag division, and the Usos be a staple of your tag division, would you think that okay? Now we should just split them. We'll split those guys up because you know we'll make them single stars. Because like here's coming up, like the new days won the tag titles so many times. Like when they won nice. on SmackDown, I was just sitting there on the TV watching TV, like oh. <laughs> like that. Right, right, and that, I was the same way. I was the same way when the, when they won the title. So many t- That's when it clicked to me that it's like they have nobody to work with. I'm nobody. Like, the thing too, and here's nine, here's my thing nine. though, right? Is that so? What do you do now? Do you just take the NXT titles and the SmackDown titles and the Raw titles, and you do what you're doing with the women's tag titles, and you just kind of let oh, no, the tag, not, no, that, tag go no, around? Not going to touch the NXT titles because at least with, in NXT, it's I guess it's thin there too. But well, you have Ever Rise, you have Imperium, you have yeah. Undisputed Era, two sets of Undisputed Era, which actually there's like three or four sets of Undisputed Era team. Right. Yeah. You have um, uh, uh, Legion of Legado that's there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I know there's like there's some other tags that are like in the midst because there's the two dudes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and then pr- of course, prior to the pandemic, they had the UK tag teams that would come through. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just think that what I mean, essentially what they probably should do is just unify all three titles together and then just let them run that um let them run and let them go through all three divisions, man, because that's just what would make sense. It just but to me I just I get mad because it's like we broke up like two teams that were staples of your guys' tag divisions. You broke them up. When you ever, whenever you're in a panic and you need a fire match to happen, you put the Usos and you put the New Day together and you let them run. And what we did ended up right. doing is we split those guys up because we were like, oh, we don't want to do tags no more. We're not that great at doing tags. And there's that other show over there that's doing really well with their tag division, kind of. So we'll just let those guys have it. Don't lie on the show now, Cliff. That other show is right. not doing tag team. They're doing okay. They got more tag teams. I said okay. Don't get me wrong. They're doing their thing, and it's okay. We'll just let them do it, and we'll just split all of our teams. It's only because Vince McMahon hates booking two two tickets for a team. That's the only reason why we don't get it, because they're going to start running shows again. Vince doesn't want to pay for a team. He only wants one superstar, and that's why he only wants to pay one ticket for one flight. That's, That's it. That's the only reason why we're losing the tag divisions in WWE. All right, so okay. we'll move on from that. So uh, night two of the draft will be tomorrow night. 
uh, Monday Night Raw, which is uh, October the 12th. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcast uh, version of our show, that will probably be tonight um, as of Monday, uh, October the 12th. So we'll see where everyone else, as far as in the draft pool goes. Um, so moving on to topic number two, retribution. Yeah, buddy. Here we go. Everyone's favorite faction. Finally got their dark leader. I mean, uh, dark order. I mean, uh, dark one. I mean, exalted one. I mean, leader. Yeah, leader. Ali. Really? <laughs> Listen, I've, after Monday, I found so many parallels to Retribution and the Dark Order, and it's not even funny to me anymore. But, um, so yeah, Ali, Mustafa Ali was revealed to be uh, a, the leader of Retribution this past uh, Monday night on Raw. Uh, what is our thoughts on this? Is this good? Is this bad? Same order. We'll start with Idol, then Red Dog, then Lou, then Damien, then JJ, then me. Go ahead, Idol. What you think? Ali, Retribution. Is All it a good right. Uh, uh, Mustafa Ali is the leader of Retribution. My thoughts are it's better than the creative he was doing before. <laughs> At least he's on the show in a prominent role. I'm happy for him. For strictly based on that, he is on television in a prominent role, and it's better than the creative he was doing. <laughs> so props to, props to my man Mustafa. I stopped watching 205 Live when they moved him over. <laughs> he was my favorite. Dang. Yeah, he was my favorite on the show. Nothing against 205 Live. I'm sure it's still a great show. It's just he was my favorite and primary reason for watching. So when he left, I stopped. But uh, I think it'll be – I'm I'm interested in seeing how how this goes. Um, this isn't necessarily about Mustafa, but Mace is scary looking. <laughs> I, I like Mace's look. That Whatever the other members are doing, uh, that's not working for them. T-Bone and Flapjack, whoever, yeah, it's not working. It's the names. No, it's the names. The names. It's their their looks, too. See, Mace sounds cool and looks scary. He does look scary. (laughs) He's going to be the best thing that comes out of the group. He's working that. But, uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. I don't know. I dig dig Ali being the leader of Retribution. I think it's kind of a – Kind of a good thing for him because kind of like we'll see how he does like handling like being a leader of a faction. Um, the one thing I think was crazy is that uh, maybe now like he'll be able to do that whole like, yeah, I was a hacker gimmick. And we kind of wrap that thing up because we never got an answer on to who was the hacker. Uh, so, yeah, we'll hopefully get that wrapped up and then like maybe they can merge together. The only problem I have with Retribution is it looks like a knockoff Mad Max. Like, um these guys are out here like with their weird face paints and everything. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And then their weird names like slap nuts or whatever his name was. And then bonesy. And then, you know, I guess Mace is a cool one, but uh, yeah, overall, man, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited for Mustafa Ali. This kind of gives me a good direction. I just kind of want to hear like why, because the thing that I really don't understand is like, why would a cop, 
who talked about being a cop the whole time that while well, he's on trial, I'm a former police officer, also be like, I'm going against the law. So now I just want, and now I just need answers. <laughs> That's my thoughts. <laughs> Go ahead, Lou. <laughs> For those who don't know, Lou is holding up a sign that says, fuck no. <laughs> that, that's what you got to do with Mustafa Ali. That's like booking. Like, when you think of a leader of action, you think of someone big, strong, not, not, nothing against him, but he mm-hmm. is a cruiserweight. He is high-flying. And that's what you need to be booking them, not as a stronghold that's holding uh, a retribution together. So, is he? A, is is it a good booking? Oh, you want me to answer? You want somebody to answer your question? No, I'm just gonna hold it for the rest of the time. I think he got his answer in his uh. Post-it note. Uh, oh, you, is it my turn? oh, it's my turn now. Well, okay, so even though this 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 whole thing is kind of going sideways, I kind of still held on to kind of wanted to see how this was going to turn out. So I kind of tried to stay positive about it, even though it was really, really really hard there were some dark days lots of dark days but uh no i kind of like it i'm curious how they're going to spend this and i disagree with anthony as far as somebody being the leader of a group size really doesn't matter because the smallest person can be the most twisted sick fuck out of the whole entire group. That's size doesn't let's, size doesn't uh, I hate matter. To cut you off, Damien. I hate to cut you off, Damien, but that's true. Uh, the underground version of pure ignorance with uh, the icon Chaz Evans, Chris Island, Damien Fatel, the smallest motherfucker out of the three of them was the leader. Yeah. So what, 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 what faction in the WWE history has the smallest guy been the actual leader? Uh, the Straight Edge Society with CM Punk. There you go. Yep. Uh, te- te- technically, if you want, if you want to be technical, Anthony, Shawn Michaels was the smallest person in the original DX. Yes, he was. Triple H, Triple H, China, and Rick Rude. No, Triple H wasn't the original leader. No, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Triple H didn't run anything until Sean broke his back and lost his smile. Yeah, yep. I'm talking about the original yep. incarnation. The original, not before the before New Age Outlaws. Yeah. Also, uh, not to mention that uh, you, you also have CM Punk when he led the Nexus. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. They were all way bigger than that nigga. Oh, yeah. Dustin Gabriel wasn't. Um, uh, he, yeah, he was. Heath Slater when he was leading uh, the three man band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, man. Hey, that's a faction. That's a faction. And that's about as good a faction as pure ignorance. <laughs> uh, let's see. Wow. Love you. Love you. I love you, Jazz. 
Wow. I would like to put out, point out there that the underground version of Pure Ignorance was extremely successful as and still is successful uh, as they still hold all the gold in uh, undisclosed Maryland backyard fed. Hold on, Chaz. You know, snitches get stitches, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Let me, let me not, let me, let me keep my mouth shut. Let me not talk about that. Hold on now. They might call the commission on you. Hold on. Yeah. We can't have that. Actually, and didn't Adam Cole, let's see, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and uh, Kenny Omega all lead the Bullet Club? Right. And there's some big ass niggas in there. AJ Styles was the smallest member of the OC. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, so, so like your point is I'm leaving it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What is your point, Damien? So uh Yeah. Yeah. I mean I fucks with it. I'm curious. Like, I mean it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Like, you know, somebody being sick and twisted and evil as fuck, size don't matter. Period. It's about mental instability. All right, JJ? What the fuck are you doing? Right now, a clown show. Can I? Can I beat him band. I get a little bit of bass in the cello. You boot him. You're related to him. Remember this. So this, this is, is so your blood. Show, so the funds of our show go towards paying him to be on here. This is where right where we pay him to be here. Like, why is he still on the show? Okay. Right. Not for my point. Listen, I tell y'all why he's on the show. Every week, I tell y'all why he's on the show. It's Did only because he's my little brother. You know what? You I'm... need to get a new little brother then. He oh, just needs to end now. Go Let it go. I'm, I'm here to, to put my point. Mustafa Ali, as the retribution leader, cool for him. But I don't care about T-Bag... I don't care about him. I don't care about T-Bag. I don't. I don't care about T-Bag. What's the other guy's name? I'm not even going to lie. I still have not learned all their names yet. There's another one that's like a really stupid name. I can't remember his name. Slap Dick, his name, yeah. I don't care about him. What's the other guy's name? Mace? Yeah. Yeah. Mace. Yeah. Mace. Mace. You know who I think about when I think of Mace? I think of a little boy who's awesome. Shout out to you, Mason. <laughs> hey, that's my nephew. Okay. That's my nephew. Shout out to right, nephew. Cool. my nephew, Mason. Mason Messiah. Navarez, what's up, nephew? Even though he's too young to watch this show or listen to it. Yeah, he better not till he's like 18 or 25. Max. 40. 
But yeah, th- this stupid. Retribution is a failure. When I first heard those names, I died of laughter. It was like, you can't believe you want me to take these guys seriously, right? Their names are terrible. A three-year-old could come up with better intimidating name than Slap Dick. A teabag. Ah, you're holding this close to your heart, aren't you? Oh yes, this this is very like I, I I was like watching the episode and I literally like laughed. I was like I can't believe it. I thought it was a joke. I thought I thought it was a joke. Honestly, those names felt like they should have been a part of the Spirit Squad. I like the Spirit Squad, but they were supposed to be a joke. But they were actually a good team. But they were supposed they were they were supposed to be a joke. I took them as a joke. They mean to tell me. You want me to take retribution seriously when their name should be like the Spirit Squad, basically? Come on, let's let's keep it okay. up part 50. All right, all right, all right. Look, I get it with the name, right? But it's a lot of them, and they're big and really, I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to wrestle. Like, I say, like, somebody's going to wrestle basically this big, giant, buff dude, and his name is, like, it's basically slap dick. I'm just gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh and be like, oh, I'm, with you, I'm with you, JJ. I'm with you, JJ. I'm with you. Yeah, but You're not scary. I think it's worth getting beat up by somebody with that name. I think that's a little. Oh, worse. I'll just laugh the entire time. I wouldn't even sell for you. I just laugh. Like, I don't take you yeah. seriously because your your name is a joke. I'm just hitting him with a low blow. That's all I'm doing. I'm just not going to take I've wrestled, I've not wrestled people for less. So, I mean. (laughs) And then, oh, I get to wrestle (laughs) Teabag? Oh, that's fun. I'm going to laugh at that too. And then I'm going to laugh at that wrestler who's getting beat up by a guy that's named Teabag. Oh, that's the hurt business. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which okay, there's there's another faction that's led by a smaller dude because MVP like even though MVP is like a big oh. guy like everybody yeah. him, like it's a little bigger. <laughs> but at so, least they're not named yeah. Tea Bag. Fuck you, Cliff. Back <laughs> 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 to somebody else's point. Is so, anybody in the hurt business named uh, Tea Bag? You're right, about Ray to be Mysterio you're about leads to be Dax the Mysterio family. Okay, you're about to be Dax Leg. <laughs> Wow. I'm done. Wow, we're just we're just squeezing this in. Oh. Any chance we get, I see. All right. So, that joke's kind of a right, so, Here's my take on Ali. So when I saw it and I, you know, I don't watch Monday Night Raw. I tell y'all this all the time because it's too long and it bores me. <laughs> Raw bores me. So the one time I did watch Raw this week, I I saw that Ali was uh the retribution leader. And I was like, oh, okay. Let's see how this goes. Um, I'm on the same wavelength as uh, Idol. Uh, it's better than what <laughs> Mustafa was doing beforehand, right? So I can't really complain too much. Uh, retribution, it sucks. It sucks, but hopefully with Ali being the leader, maybe we have some type of 
long-term booking done by WWE. Maybe we understand why that there we got camera footage of when Retribution was destroying generators and stuff. And we had those secret camera angles because Ali was the hacker. And, you know, the hacker sees all and all this, you know, jazz and everything. And the Cowboys just won the game. Thank you very much. So I do not, glad to see you're not broken up. Oh, they got a lucky break. They did get a lucky break because he just scored the field. <laughs> oh, you're fucking hilarious. <laughs> and you rolled right with the joke, too. <laughs> yes, you did. Thank yeah, you. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah, you're not broken up about it. Yeah, me you're too. Hilarious. Thank you very much. But anyway, um, <laughs> look at him out here flipping, flopping like a busted ankle. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just maybe we got some long-term booking from WWE with this. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens, but eh, I you know props for Ali for getting some good booking at least, you know, for the time being. We'll see how it goes, but I'm still not sold on Retribution. And that's that. So, we're going to move Thanks on. Thanks for not snapping on me, Chaz. <coughs> You're funny. Oh, my God, watch out for T-Bag! He's attacking everyone! Watch out for Slapdick! He's attacking everyone! Run for your lives! Oh my god, they're so scary! They're so scary! Moving on. So, our next topic is uh, based on a tweet that I had seen uh, earlier today. And it caught my interest because I felt as if the tweet made sense to a certain extent. And I wanted... Yeah, I I know. As, As some will, you know, on the podcast will understand... Well, not understand. They, they uh, disagree. But I'm going to read the tweet to everyone so y'all know where we're coming from. And then I'll bring on what the actual topic is. So the tweet is from, and I'm going to quote the person that tweeted this, uh, Jody the Wrestler. This was um, on Twitter. This was tweeted today. And uh, he said that the Young Bucks get clowned on a lot, but they literally shape the modern American indies and are some of the most eff- uh, influential workers in the world that is the tweet and so i put this tweet in the in our group chat our three account group chat and i was curious because i am a i'm i'm one of i don't like the young bucks very much i really don't um i've said that for years and it's not nothing new it's not that i hate AEW or anything because i hate the young bucks because i don't hate AEW. i don't i don't hate AEW. i like something i hate some things so, but the Young Bucks have just been a constant I don't like. And I wanted to bring this out to people. I wanted to put this on the floor to see what was everyone's thoughts specifically on the Young Bucks and what they've done for professional wrestling. So, I'm going to open up the floor to debate this topic. It's not necessarily a specific question, just specifically on this tweet alone, what is our thoughts on the Young Bucks and their contribution to professional wrestling. I'm going to save Idol and Damien for last, only because I'm, I, I kind of figure I know what they're going to say, but I want to wait. No, what everyone else says first. first. So I want to, no, I'm going to go with you, Anthony. Anthony, you're going to go first. No, no, put those two first. No, 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 you're going to go first. 
are they the most influential in the indies business? Yes. I would say yes. Because I'm a Young Bucks fan. <laughs> I only became a Young Bucks fan on their last New Japan uh, tour. What not? Um, fact of the matter is, is I can't, being on this podcast, being a pro wrestler, pro wrestling lover, I couldn't put another team next to them that I could throw out there that say that they were more influential. Cool. <laughs> All right, Cliff, you next. Ah, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> are they the most influential? Um, I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to say yes for this reason. Um, outside of WWE, right, before I started, like, really digging deeper into, like, the wrestling scene, I really didn't know any other tag teams except the Young Bucks outside of WWE. And this was only because, like, AEW wasn't a thing, obviously, right? I didn't pay attention, and y'all can vouch for this because y'all know. I didn't really pay attention to what was going on in New Japan. I didn't pay attention to what was going on in Ring of Honor. I didn't really know about the North. I didn't know about Mortarsu Machine Guns. I didn't really watch Impact. So, to me, the only team I did know was the Young Bucks. But because of watching the Young Bucks, I got to see all these new tag teams come along. And if it wasn't for a certain tag team in NXT – who then went main roster calling out set team, it, it would never have been a matchup that I would have thought would ever happen. So to me, when FTR was like, yo, the Young Bucks, like one day the Young Bucks will wrestle, you know, FTR, remember this tweet, or the Revival, remember this tweet. And then they went back. And now we see that FTR is in AEW. It's kind of one of those things that's like, well, if it wasn't for that tweet, this thing would have, I don't know how much more this thing would have gone up. You know what I mean? Like obviously with, the the being the elite channel and everything but yeah i like to think that they are they are kind of like leading the path right now and like what's going on in in tag teams wrestling right now and you know it, obviously you know they got a lot of great teams and they have a lot of great matches and they put a lot of focus on other teams out there so i have to say yeah i have to agree i like it and you know and like i said if it was a 40 young bucks i wouldn't have never known who the golden lovers were because i wasn't paying attention to them and I wasn't paying attention to Grills of Destiny. And I wasn't paying attention to, you know, the Samoan Dynasty. Like, I started paying attention to all that because the Bucks were running through. So, to me, yeah, I would have to say yes. I'm a little upset. If you wasn't white, we wouldn't Dynasty. be friends anymore. Like, like you, know <laughs> you can't. But be. I'm going to put out that the, the Samoan Dynasty, that's my family. And I'm a little upset that you didn't know about them beforehand. But uh, I digress. Go ahead, JJ. I stand where I stand. Uh, <laughs> and die on this hill. <laughs> there was a story about the young fucks and how they single-handedly ruined wrestling, tag team wrestling. They prioritized spot monkeys. They prioritized flippy dippy. They prioritized. German suplex already Jesus Canadian destroyers off of ladders instead of real wrestling. 
That's what the young fucks have done. And that is all. I have literally lost my marble. <laughs> Your little fucking brother. Yeah, that's what my little brother. I was not expecting uh, that. What's the name of Jack's school again? What's the name right. of your school? Yeah. Millersville University. Millersville Looking. University? That's I got you. Baltimore Thank Blue you. City. Yeah. All right, so before we get to uh, <laughs> Damien and Justin, let me give my take on this. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny as hell. All right, so the Young Bucks. <laughs> Where do I? The, the funny thing is, I I feel like my 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 uh, what's the, I don't even want to use. It. I don't want to use the term hatred because I don't hate them anymore. I just don't like their style of wrestling. Um, I used to hate the Young Bucks. I, I'll I'll start there. I used to hate the Young Bucks, and and Idol is 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 uh. He, he, he can attest to this. I used to talk all about the Young Bucks. Um, I, I am a firm believer that the Young Bucks have, you know, purposely killed the super kick. Shawn Michaels ended main WrestleMania main events with that kick alone. And the Young Bucks have turned it into a gimmick. <laughs> That's literally what they've done with the super kick. They turned it into a gimmick. Yeah, we can say, oh, but there were many more people beside the Young Bucks doing a super kick in the middle of matches and not ending matches. I get that. But the Young Bucks were the main perpetrators who were you doing, throwing like six super kicks a match, going for a pen, and getting a two count. That's where number one with the Young Bucks I did not like. I did not like the Young Bucks in the Bullet Club either. I thought they bastardized the Bullet Club. And it wasn't until a person named Chris Kazama tweeted that, same to this same tweet, he responded to that same tweet and said the same thing. And I'm like, well, thanks. Somebody agrees with me. So I think the Young Bucks, I will agree with the fact that, yes, they modernize American independent wrestling. Because if you look at the indies right now, especially in America, they're all doing the Young Bucks styles of wrestling. We're getting more high spots. We're getting the, you know, the Canadian Destroyers. We're getting a springboard moonsaults, jumping off the top rope into a triple axle backflip onto the outside, throw them in, uh, Falcon's arrow, pen them, one, two, kick out! Yes, that is the American style indie wrestling now. But I, my, on the flip side of that, that is not what wrestling is to me. I think, and I think when we talk about the Young Bucks, we, that's when we get into the conversation of whether or not we're popping for the bump or we're popping for the finish. And we, we had a discussion about that on the Three Count Podcast way in the beginning of the year, whether or not has wrestling fans come accustomed to popping for the bump or popping for the finish. And I think it starts with how the Young Bucks have, you know, created this style of wrestling for them. And maybe we can talk about, you know, the popping for the bump or popping for the finish in our season finale at the end of the year. We can bring that discussion back up when we have our guests on. But I do believe that the Young Bucks did 
you know, you know, it they changed the way we view American style indie wrestling, but I don't think it was so much for a good thing. Do they get the praise for that? Yes. Now don't get me wrong. The Young Bucks, you know, they they did they are influential in a certain aspect. They did change the game. I will give them that. But I will not give them the credit for changing it for the better. Because you can change things and you know, in general, you can change things, but doesn't make it better. And that's what I feel as if the Young Bucks have done. So yes, the Young Bucks will get clowned a lot and they will get still get clowned by me because I don't think they change wrestling for the better. Because they have, you know, gotten us accustomed to popping for the bump. They were the ones that started the acrobatics in, you know, inside wrestling. They made that popular. And now we have AEW, which is mostly acrobatics. So I don't think the Young Bucks deserve a bunch of credit for changing wrestling for the worse. Will I get flack for this later down the road? Yes. Oh, well, that's my opinion. Shoot me if you dare. But I just do not think that the Young Bucks should get so much credit for changing wrestling for the worse. That is me being nice. So with that being said, let's get to the radical left and let's hear, <laughs> let's hear Idol first and then we'll go to Damon because Damon's the more, you know, controversial out of the two. So Idol, radical right? your take. What? Wouldn't you mean radical right? No, I meant radical left. Oh, so they like it? Shut up, Josh. Just just go with my shit. Like, goddamn. You always gotta, like... We're not a political show, Josh. Right, we're not a political show. The the if we were a political you show, I'd say fuck Trump all show, down the line. If we were a political show, show I'd tell these people... Right, if I were a political show, I'd tell these people, don't vote for Trump, vote for John, uh, for jo- uh What is his name? Joseph oh, Biden. Yeah. And, 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 and because, because Trump is a racist, but we're not a political show. That's and Cliff, don't you get started either. Point. Don't get started, Cliff, because you unmuted your mic. So don't get started, Cliff. Oh, no, I'm just going to say, I'm going to say, how is it that you could convince people to vote for someone that you don't even know the first name of? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's, like saying, that's like saying, hey, guys, hey. Look, I'm going to tell you to stop watching WWE and go watch that other show on Wednesdays that runs next to it. I no, don't remember the name, but terrible. <laughs> terrible. I'm glad you're not Mr. Biden's campaign manager. <laughs> right? No, you and Biden's I couldn't be hey, a campaign Biden's manager about the same right except now. for you, uh, Idol. Let's keep it a buck fifty. <laughs> I couldn't get anyone to vote for anybody except you. So we'll yeah, thanks that. for. Thanks for forgetting right. Uncle Creepy Joe's name. Right. <laughs> oh look, look at that. There go Anthony trying to make it a political show. Oh, Lord. Hey. We don't mm. discuss politics on this show. I'm going to discuss politics. Go on, and, go on MSNBC and discuss politics. Not on the Three Count Podcast. I'm voting for Donald Duck. <laughs> I hate Damien. I'll just let go, you know. Idol. Go, Chris. Hey, anyway. I'm voting I'm for me. Harambe. So... I 100% agree with that tweet. The Young Bucks are the most influential team of American, uh, American indie wrestling, at least uh, in the last 20 years. 
They're super duper influential. And so is the first drug dealer in the hood. Doesn't mean it was for the best. They have ruined everything. And the worst part of them ruining everything is they have convinced so many people, so many people, <laughs> that they have revolutionized and are helping grow the wrestling business <laughs> and make it popular. If they are so great at what they do and so influential and are causing so many great waves, why can't their Wednesday programs stay above a million viewers? The show that everyone supposedly hates, Monday Night Raw, <laughs> has more consistent viewers than their changing the game Wednesday show. You cannot tell me that y'all are growing the business when the numbers, which are good numbers, not this, I'm not shitting on their numbers. It, they are good numbers. But I feel like the Young Bucks, I feel like they, I don't want to say they tell a bunch of lies, but I think they, they think they're, they're too full of themselves. They fabricate like, the truth. Yeah, they're fabricating the truth. Like, they've done a lot of good. Like, Asia. AEW's existence helped WWE superstars make a bunch more money. But let's not pretend that wrestling all of a sudden <laughs> is, like, super mega popular. It's, it may be more popular than it was a couple years ago. But are more people watching wrestling now? No. <laughs> and to your point, to your point, I just want to put your, you know, add to your point, Idol. You know, like, yeah. as far as more people know about it. My father-in-law apparently knows what All Elite Wrestling is. Yeah. <laughs> and which, which, which blew my mind. Yeah. They may have increased the popularity of, like, viral videos. People watching, like, 30-second clips of, like, insane wrestling shit. <laughs> but they're not watching wrestling to see wrestling. And they're not watching the show on Wednesday nights. They're going on Twitter to see the 30-second clip a clip of somebody like crashing through glass or something. That was <laughs> so, one no, time. They, they have not <laughs> they have not helped wrestling grow. They have helped sensationalize to bring up your point, Chaz, they've helped sensationalize all the crazy shit. Where it's like we're watching like folks aren't even watching the show. They're watching these clips on the internet of the crazy shit. They're not watching the show. They can say, oh, my God, like, case in point. So uh, I was at work, and one of the, one of the bread vendors, because he, he knows I'm, I'm a wrestler in the wrestling, he's like, man, I, I, I saw this clip on the Internet. It was like these guys, they had these, this parking lot brawl, and they were crashing through all this stuff, and it was insane. It was crazy. It reminded me of this show I went to in, like, 05 that was in, like, this used parking lot. <laughs> where they just broke a bunch of shit, and it was, like, awesome. And I was like, in my head, I was like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't tell me what the people looked like, could, didn't know their names of these participants. I'm assuming because of the time frame, he was talking about uh, best friends versus Santana and Ortiz, based on what he was describing. But Which, didn't know by who, the way, wasn't a bad match. I, I, I will know, put didn't see it, won't see it. I'll take it's not bad. And Craig, you, can't have no, you can't have no opinion on it if you, if you don't watch it. 
Yeah, it's not bad. bad. Like, I watched it, and it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. Trash. And you know, I'm on the same wavelength as you. Hey, listen. Trash. I agree. But guess what? You said it wasn't bad. You didn't say it was good. It was yep. good. That's a, look, yeah. It was good. No. Anthony, I don't no. trust don't your, I don't trust your judgment. For it. I no. won't say it. Listen. Oh, here's the Anthony, deal. I can't trust your word. You told me you're a Young Bucks fan already. <laughs> if you don't yeah, watch the product, you can't have a fun opinion on it, asshole. No. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say the match was bad. I said no, you're, you're, you're just you get all your opinions about AEW, but you don't watch it. Well, yeah, I stopped watching it after All Out. So I, I have... From See, that's all you do is watch every so often. I think that's not what we're talking about. The show's garbage. <laughs> it was garbage a year ago. It's garbage now. I don't need to watch it. Garbage. I will like, call the commission on you, Idol. I will call the commission. <laughs> anyway, the young bucks <laughs> are really great stunt people, and they have turned wrestling into the acrobatic stunt show. It ain't wrestling no more. It's an acrobatic stunt show. If you like acrobatic stunt shows, that's cool. But don't. But tell it's me been it's a stunt show for years. It's, it's, it's WWE was a stunt show for years. All the tables breaking, all the ladders, everything with the ladders, all the high flanking, all that See? is. Uh, hold on, wait, 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 but Anthony, when the Dudleys put someone through a table, that was the finish. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Thanks. Oh. It was well, the finish. That's yeah. the problem. It's not that they're doing these things. It's that these things that they're doing don't mean anything. How many times did we? How many times? How many times did we watch the Hardys get beat? I'm not. I have no problem with someone going through tables. I like it. The problem is when Darby Allen <laughs> and Sammy Guevara start the match with a six thirty through the table, and then it's like, all right, now we're going to have a wrestling match. Like, no! He's dead! <laughs> you don't start the match that way. You end it that way. Fucking idiot. You don't, you don't kill the villain at the beginning of the movie and then just hang around and fuck off for the rest of the two hours. You kill him at the end, because that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for the big payoff at the end. If I see the big bump at the beginning, why do I need to watch the rest of it? Because nothing else I see is going to be better than what I just saw. I do. I do have to agree. I do agree with that point, though. That is that yeah. is a good point because it was yeah. something similar to like um, when they had the Cracker Barrel match and Darby Allen like went through the steps. Like he was dead. Like he wasn't getting back up. He didn't get into the rest. like it was. He was gone. That was it. And and it, it does. And to to caveat and Lou to kind of translate. Uh, Anytime that you saw the Dudleys put somebody through a table, that was that was it. Like your point, right? And anytime we saw Matt go through, or we saw Jeff go through a ladder, that was it. Like that was match. <laughs> they have, they have to mean something. I can't I can't watch. Yeah. I can't watch the Bucks and Lucha Bros do Canadian Destroyers through a table and then get up and do like some crazy other spot later. Like I need I need things to matter. Like they have to have significance. Like I can't, I can't get hit with a Canadian. Like okay, 
caveat, I have done this. I can't get hit with a Canadian Destroyer and then kick out at two and then, like, expect the rest of the match to continue. Like, I'm supposed to be dead. It's a Canadian Destroyer. It's a finisher. It's not a transitional move. (laughs) Hey, Cliff, so that that Young Bucks and Lucha Lucha Brothers, uh, that ladder match they had, right? So you remember all of the spots, all the crazy things they did, right? Right. Okay, what was the finish? How did it end? But we know who won. Yeah, we yeah. know who won. I remember who but won. I just don't remember how they won. I just yeah. I don't remember. I don't because all the things you remember. Was it was it the was it the Canadian destroy off the ladder through two tables? I don't absolutely remember. not. That was in like the middle of the match. Yeah, I don't remember that. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember. Okay, I so I remember the end sequence. Like, I, I don't remember what it was either, but I know it wasn't um, as sensational as the first twenty-five minutes. Well, because nope. remember, towards the I know it got t- pretty dangerous, like towards the end. Because I remember, was it uh, Matt had the spot where he fell through the table because he hit the ropes, like yeah, he was in that rope yeah. spot. But that was like his end, like that was the end of him. And then the Lucha Bros like went on and won. Yeah. I just and that's just that's my biggest problem with that with the <laughs> style that they that the Bucks have created now, where it's like we do all this cool sensational stuff in our matches, and then the finish. It doesn't even matter. You don't even remember it. It doesn't stick out. <laughs> Which the finish is the finish. It's supposed to be the grand finale. Everything leads up to that. But now it's just like, man, I can remember all this crazy stuff in the match. Couldn't tell you how the match ended, though. <laughs> and it's Damien, what you got for me? Uh, all right so what was those like kind words that this person said that they did what again because i kind of forgot who are we talking about again all right so i'll re i'll re uh replay what you know the tweet so the tweet that was put out saying that the Young Bucks get clowned on a lot, but they literally shape the modern American indies and are some of the most influential workers in the world. That's the tweet. Okay, so my my dick has, you know, influenced a lot of things and shaped a lot of things. And is that always a good thing? I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, they're fucking garbage. They ruin indie wrestling. I'm sorry. Like you said, they ruin the super kick. I fucking can't stand that move anymore. Like, anybody that wants to hit me with a super kick, I want to fucking kick him in the dick. Like, the fucking move is garbage. I, I, they, they, they're fucking garbage. Oh, God, I fucking hate them. Oh. I I I can't watch any of their matches. I really can't. It's really hard to watch. Um, on the uh, on the for you know God's sake, chance that I have to uh, fast forward through their matches just to see what the finish was, so I can know what is going on. Unfortunately, because I I still watch that garbage because y'all asked me to. I, I wish y'all would tell me I can't. Please, somebody say I can stop watching it. 
please. I need you to watch AEW Dark too. Oh, Damien, you gotta watch so I know what what to check out. Why do you, I, I feel like y'all low-key hate me. Y'all are trying to raise my blood pressure. I, I, I see what that is. Yeah. You don't even have I to. honestly, no, I like, I'm being serious. Like, I honestly feel that they have made tag team wrestling a joke. And they have helped make the indie scene a fucking joke. That's fine. We we can hate it. You guys can hate it all you want, which I I I can agree with that. But we're like the, the tweet. Have they shaped like, modern? No, and, I don't think they have. they have. No, no, no. They no, shaped it for the I, worst, I, but they did. I everybody wants to be that's not a good thing. That's not. It's a fine, way. but they shaped the tweet. Said that they. You, you know why everybody wants to be like them? Because they're fucking retarded. <laughs> Fucking retard. You cannot say yeah, that. I said it. No, fuck that shit. They're fucking retarded. Alright? They're short bus, arm swimmies, mouth guard, head guard wearing fucking retards. You know what? And y'all can kick my ass if you're offended. Yeah, you know what? Oh give a fuck. They can kiss my ass. I don't care if you're offended. And last week we knew that the young fucks have ruined wrestling once and for all. (laughs) No, no, no. That's like telling me, that's like pissing off of a side of a building and telling me it's raining. But. No. But. No. There's a but to this. There's a butt to this. We are, we are debating. We are debating the tweet. We're not. We're not debating if it's been good or bad. We're debating the tweet. They shaped the indies. They have. It might not be for the best. It might not be. It it, it probably is for the worst. But they have. I I I I can't agree to that. Even if it is for bad reasons. They're the names. They are. They are the first drug dealers to show up on the block. I agree. They influence. Like, so here's the thing. Let me un, like. All right, so here's the thing. I agree with Anthony. Like, we are debating the tweet. Yes, you know, you know, if the Young Bucks were influential of, as far as American Indies rest. That's what we're debating. That's what the the, the four you know the forefront yeah, like, of like, the topic yeah, is. You know, yeah, they they totally have. Like they one hundred percent have. Like they are the reason that Flippy Dippy is in style. Exactly. That's, that's, exactly. That's true. Like, exactly. Yeah. So like I, I I will never take like I won't take that away from them. Like yeah 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 they are influential as hell. It's just you know you got good influences and bad influences, but an right. influence is still an influence. All you were exactly. bad so, Exactly, and I think that's, and I, I want to make sure that's, you know, that's yeah. what we put out, is because, yes, they are influential. Yeah. They are completely influential, and I won't take that away from the Young Bucks, yeah. and I, I want to make sure that's clear, you know, on top of all the shitting yeah. on the Young Bucks that we do. Yeah, so like, is heroin. Go ahead, Damien. Listen, so is hey, heroin. That's Damien, an influence, the top, too. The topic is exactly. You're right. No, but Damien, Damien, that's the thing. Yes, you're yeah. right. Heroin, yes. Influential, 
Bad or good? Bad. Young Bucks, influential. Yes. Bad or good? Bad. That's the thing that we're trying to – that's the thing we're putting out. Yeah, I guess – I I mean – uh, I guess I don't. I don't want to admit to it. It hurts my soul. And I, and with that, I understand. I, I will, I'll take that answer. You don't I'll have soul. Okay, what I have left of one. Okay. It's official. The young fucks have ruined the Dark Lord's soul. <laughs> Retarded. I gotta hate him so like, much. Listen, I right, Cliff. Hold on, you just got on me for saying retarded, <laughs> and you just said it. No, uh-uh, I'm not letting that one fly. Cliff, you gotta get that. You gotta cut oh, that out. We gotta put that on the season finale. The young, the young folks have killed the dark one's I, I soul. Like <laughs> I'll cut that out. All right, I would like to officially put in my petition. To call their style, the Young Bucks style of wrestling, short bus wrestling. Matt, you just call it retarded wrestling. He didn't say that. No, word. no, so no, no we're going to be politically somewhat correct on this bullshit. Hey, hey, I'm going to start showing up wrestling. the indie shows and be like, hey, do you guys work short bus? Y'all work short bus style? <laughs> yep. Y'all do that here? Y'all work short bus? <laughs> I'm going to say, yep. listen, so I got a show in, uh, at Outbreak this Saturday, and I'm going to say you that. And you're going I'm going to be like, yo, I'm going to go, hey, y'all work short bus wrestling? I'm going to say <laughs> that, and I'm going to let you know how they respond back then. All right, cool. Being my tag partner, you know. Is this your, is like this your announcement, idol? idol? You guys my announcement, I, you know what? Here we go. I <laughs> will go pro when the Bucks can't do more bang for your buck anymore. Happened. Oh. That's when I'll go. That's when I'll go pro. When so for our fans who are currently watching right now, go ahead and just comment to us what you guys think of what's going on right now, because yeah, yes, yeah. facts. Tell us, tell us what you think as far as the Young Bucks and their influence on the uh, American indie uh, independent wrestling scene. Uh, I definitely want to hear what everyone how much has to say. How much it will have Chris Idol will have to pay you to cripple the young bucks? Anyway, God, please tell us in the comments. And anyway, if you say something retarded, it. I'm gonna find you and duff you. Just letting y'all know that. <laughs> don't don't say nothing retarded. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, you know, with the show. Uh, what is next? I'm looking at the. Oh yes, it's Cliff. So <laughs> I can't. Speaking of retarded. <laughs> Props for Cliff for uh for making this a topic because like I said I just threw the I saw this tweet on uh what you call it on Twitter <laughs> and I took it you know screenshot and sent it to the group chat and just to see what everyone was thinking about it because I thought it was interesting and Cliff was the man that was like yeah let's make this a debate topic and I'm so glad that I got Cliff like, like I said I don't run shit I don't do shit I just talk shit Cliff is the real man behind this show and um so shout out to Cliff for uh making us have this as a debate topic because I, th- I do think it's a good topic to talk about because like I said the Young Bucks you know are talked about a lot for various reasons whether you like them or whether you hate them they are talked about Garbage. and you know they're influential so um, shout out to Cliff I also will make it a fact that we do talk about whether or not has wrestling fans have become accustomed to popping for the bump or popping for the finish for our season finale. 
Um, I think that's a, another topic that we can bring back up for the uh, for our season finale because um, that's definitely a topic that can you know definitely be talked about you know evergreen. So we can talk about it next year and the year after that because it's a it's a real thing that goes on um, in professional wrestling. So there's that. So moving on to our next segment, and that is the greatest segment in all of Three Count Podcast. It is now time for the Red Dogs. Power rankings, du, 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 the danger zone. Oh my god! <laughs> See, this is why I don't hang out with you, dumbasses, at all. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get why? into this because we did miss. We did miss. Um, we did miss a week. So we did miss October 4th. Fuck you. Shut up. So wow. bitter. Somebody's salty. Bitter ass fuck. Well, fine. We'll go back. We'll cover uh, back uh, September 27th, right? Well, So we'll start with there, and then we'll go to October 4th, and then we'll go to today's power ranking. So we'll start with uh, September 27th. We start with number 10. We have Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, number nine, Brody Lee. Number eight, Tomasa Champa. Number seven, Candice LeRae. Here comes that boo. Uh yeah, 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 I like her. <laughs> number six, Andrade and Angel Garza. Uh, number five, Tennille Dashwood. Number four, Susie. Number three, Kyle O'Reilly. Number two, John Moxley. And number one, Trey Miguel. So we're going to jump okay, into October 4th. This was uh, a lot of good wrestling was going on this time, so it was made it really hard for me to, like, break it down to a top ten. So there are a couple ties in here. And uh, let's get it. Let's get a pop in. Number ten. Got to give it to the man who won the Intercontinental Title. Sammy Zayn gets the number ten spot right off the jump. Number nine. This is gonna be crazy for a lot of people because I don't normally rank this team this low, but this is the one week where they just it just was what it was. FTR. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I, I see the same looks. Okay. So number eight. So number eight. Okay. Um. But just wait, because once you hear, like, the other teams, you're going to be like, oh, okay, well, I guess that kind of makes sense. So, number eight, um, we have Io Shirai. Uh, I'm not going to lie, that match that she had uh, on on TakeOver was phenomenal. So, number seven, I'm going to talk about this one. Um, Shotzi Blackheart makes this list at number seven. But then you also have the Good Brothers on this list as well. Cause I felt like their match with the rascals was better than FTR's showcase for 20 with SCU. Um, yeah. Number six, Damian priest versus Johnny Gargano. That's the reason why Damian priest gets the number six spot. Uh, then we're going to move into number five idols, favorite person, Kushida. Why? Because of what he did at NXT. That's why he gets the takeover spot. So that's why he's at number, uh, number five, number four, got to give it up to, the North. Now, here's the crazy part is that um, you're going to hear this name again, and there's a reason for it, okay? So, number three, uh, give it up for Darby Allen because I liked his match with um, – oh, shit. I just – I lost uh, the name. Starks, Ricky Starks. I thought their match was really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost the name because um, I was looking at the – I was looking at the number two spot. So, number two spot. So, here's why the number four spot went to the North, right? They had a great match on Impact, but their match at, the, at their pay-per-view, you know, Road to Glory, 
or road to victory was phenomenal as well. And so I had to keep the North in there and have them in a separate, separate spot. So they get the four and the two spot. And that's why I put them as the two, their two tag teams. So when you compare, and this is why, when you compare FTR's match versus the good brothers and the North's two matches, that's why the North get the two spots. Number one, I got to be honest. Um, Roman Reigns gets the number one spot, but it is a tie. And here's why. So that match with Jay was phenomenal. I, I have to say it was my favorite match of the week. Um, however, when TakeOver happened, that match with Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor, <laughs> bruh, jaw-breaking. Right. <laughs> Literally <laughs> broke my jaw watching it. I was like, oh. So, yeah, no, I gave a lot of love. Um, they, de- they definitely uh, worked their asses off, and I thought they, get a, they deserved the spot. So, moving in to October 11th, here we go. Number 10 was Austin Theory. Um, he just makes the spot, lack of matches. I mean, it, it is kind of what it is. And I normally wouldn't put Austin Theory on the list unless I thought it was, like, a really, really good match. So, number nine, it wouldn't be a good list if I didn't have this person on here, but unfortunately their match, I didn't think was really all that great, but I thought it was just good enough to make this list. So Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, got to give it up because it is 30 years of Chris Jericho. And I felt like he deserved a spot into this list as well. Moving to number eight, I got to be honest. I was so, I was super excited to see this man back on TV. Uh, Dexter Loomis is at the number eight spot. Number seven, let's give it up for this big ass brawl that we got to see on SmackDown, which, by the way, I'm going to say, SmackDown makes this list a couple times. Uh, Big E, um, that, that match with Sheamus, I thought was great. Uh, let's see, number six. Um, going to be honest, here's another, another part where we're going to talk about. Uh, FTR makes this list at number six. Uh, let's see, number four. Uh, number four is we have Kushida. Like the match, that was great. And it looked like he is a little bit more devastating now, especially when he's with Tommaso Ciampa. So I definitely had to give love or give love. Um, oh, you know what? And I missed the number two. That's funny. Number three. So we're just going to jump right into the top three. <laughs> uh, number three, we have, I don't know, probably ever since I got introduced to this team, shout out to Chris for this one. Motor City Machine Guns makes this list because, you know, they're they're amazing number two we give it up for probably like one of the weirdest matches i watched but also like most intriguing and then like story-wise it was really cool and i'm still kind of waiting to kind of see like everything play out but cody makes this list um thought that dog collar match was actually really good um but the number one spot we got to talk about this right um because it did kind of there was a lot of controversy about it after the match had happened um but the new day get this get this spot because it was just really cool to see Kofi and Xavier come back and be able to <clears throat> perform at such a high pace so they get the number one spot for this week and uh yeah I understand that that's only six because I missed the number but it is what it is or it's nine because I missed the number so it is what it is but that's what you get for this week okay I can live with that so um yeah the dog collar match wasn't bad uh uh, I agree. Garbage. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It wasn't that bad. It was. But um, there are no problems here from the uh power rankings for me. Uh, so uh, yeah. I have a comment. I have a comment. I love it. I love it. 
Go ahead. Shout out to shout out to Kushida for doing the Lord's work. <laughs> wow, I won't disagree with that. And actually, you know what's funny is I, that's the first thing I said when I brought up Kushida's name. <laughs> Look, just because this man found the loophole, he is not in jail. He's he's a he's a leave him alone. That's right. You are absolutely right. Text the team dream is very much not in jail. Text a team dream. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. You're absolutely right. So with that being said, um wanna give a huge shout out to everyone on uh YouTube who tuned tuned in to uh watch the live show. Thank you so very much for watching us on YouTube. To all of our listeners on um, audio version, which is the podcast version of our show, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for making us your wrestling podcast to listen to. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, I just want to I want to give a huge shout out to everyone who has been on the show so far and who has listened to the show. Big shout out to you, you all. Um, we started this uh, January of this year and you have made this podcast a legitimate success and i cannot 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 thank you so much uh for making us a huge success here at three count podcast everyone here on three count podcast wants to say thank you and uh no, no i don't stop don't talk to me don't 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 fucking lie for me what, 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 what it? why would you lie to these people about for me what what the hell is your problem so cliff that's when you mute uh the, the dark lord um wait a minute there it is he muted the dark lord so with that being said my name is the uh, chaz evans i'm chazzy chaz i am the host of the three count podcast here with Lou talking about some snack crackle pop but the cowboys still won Talk, let's talk about that Denver Broncos team. Ladies and gentlemen, also here with me is the Dark Lord himself. You has been muted by the Three Count uh, podcast registrar. He's giving up the middle finger because, hey, he didn't think that we could control the Dark Lord. But I have the dagger for all my Once Upon a Time fans. Also here with me is the Napster himself, JJ, the idol master, the swole one, Chris Idol, the Red Dog of Red Dogs, Clifford Miller. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in for the three count. Why would you put that on, Anthony? Go. Oh, my God. You ruined everything just now. I was on a roll. Anyway, thank you for listening to the three count podcast. Tune in next week for another edition of our debate show. Also, be on the lookout for all of our episodes of Now Entering the Ring. Good content coming out throughout the month of October. Buy a t-shirt. Also, follow me on uh, YouTube, my YouTube channel, to watch all my matches. You know, kind of put a cheap plug out there. So, uh, yeah, that's Chaz Evans with a Z. You already know. So, uh, definitely go how check about it you out. Follow us, how about you follow Three Count Podcast on TikTok, too? Oh, yeah, we have a TikTok, don't we? So, yeah, follow us on TikTok. Uh, Clifford Miller... Uh, the Red Dog, he runs that shit because I'm still trying to learn TikTok. So, but uh, yeah, go follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, like us on Facebook, tell your friends about tell all your wrestling friends about the Three Count Podcast because we're making waves in podcasting as far as wrestling. 
Also, call that man Conrad Thompson. Tell him to get me on one of his podcasts. I think it'd be cool to have Conrad on the Three Count Podcast. So if you are a fan of the Three Count Podcast, make sure you're there next week or be somewhere else. And that's when I knew my narration career was over. <laughs> I wish we would have got that. Hey, guys, it's the host of the Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit, I don't do shit, I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T H R E E. Because you're not going to find anything. So, make sure you follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.